Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. I am absolutely delighted to be joined by Wes, uh, a student of mine, well, long term, I consider you more of, a, more of a friend than a student these days. Whereas we've been uh, we've been done so many things together over the years, but um, welcome! Thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. I I cannot tell you how excited I am to be here. Plus, my family's really excited about the fact that I'm on here, so I I can help I can help yeah. but tell everybody. So I'm very excited. Well, there's thousands of people listening around the world, so no pressure or anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, man, you're as cool you're, you're as cool as a cucumber. So uh, I don't think there's going to be any. Um, any worries there? I asked you to come on because um, you have undergone quite a life transformation in the last the last year, and um, I'm going to let you explain this in your own words. But I wanted to, to to bring this up because you know, so everyone listening to this podcast is interested in languages, and a lot of time, a lot of the time, people don't realize that their language skills really can be a ticket to a completely different life and a completely different uh, experience of the world. And just, you know, just before you, just before we, we hit record, uh, we, you were talking about, um, your experience with, uh, having met students from all around the world and learning about how coronavirus is affecting their lives and, and how this has given you a window, uh, out into the world. So not to get too far ahead. Um, let's, let's just begin with that though. So you have, you're now teaching online. You're helping people learn English. And you have um, how many students at this point? Um, I believe I have the recurring students. I believe it's 23. Fantastic. So you must be pretty busy. Lack of sleep is hit, but luckily today's my day off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so you've got to this point because so you went through my online teaching accelerator program last year. And we'll talk a bit about that later. But essentially, you've gone from being someone who's had an interest in languages for, for a long time to realizing, okay, actually, my, my English is a huge asset, to then learning how to take that online and now meet people from all around the world and help them learn English and presumably have a, a huge impact on their lives as well. So we're going to start at the end. We're going to start right now. So tell me, tell me about what it's like now to be working with people all around the world at this particular point in, the, in history. Oh, man. I mean, it is, as someone who loves being around people, really socializing with them, I mean, it has been a true blessing. And what I mean by that is, uh, for people that don't know, is that I've never left the country uh, to the dissatisfaction of my sister who travels quite a bit overseas. And having the opportunity, especially during COVID, the conversations I've had from people from all over the globe of all different languages. I mean, it is a marvel to behold and to see the smiles on their faces and to know that you're actually helping them achieve something that is going to change their life. To me, that is marvelous. And to give people an understanding in terms of what I teach. So I teach job interviews and I teach presentational skills. So you have a lot of students that are looking for jobs. Their English is actually relatively solid and when you, you're helping people 
take this journey to get a new job. And we're talking about engineers, financial analysts, architects. I mean, it is people of different backgrounds and skill sets that I mean, I have never been heard of. And I'm just like, could you explain this to me? But having that opportunity to really see and, and, and actually engage with people of different languages, it is so beautiful to be around them, to hear them, to hear their stories, to know about their friends, their family, and what inspires them, and to know you can help someone take this journey. You can help them lead, leap forward. You couldn't ask for anything better. And I am so grateful to be a part of it and to be a part of their lives, to help them achieve something that can not only benefit them, but the people that they work with. And that to me is a very tremendous honor. That's fantastic. And yeah, because I think we're all searching for meaning in our lives, aren't we? And one, one of the things that I enjoy about what I do is that I'm able to, even though I kind of do it uh, for the last year, I've been doing it from my, uh, my, from, from my second floor study stroke bedroom, you know, but, but to be able to have a direct impact on people's lives is, is, extremely gratifying and one of the things i actually miss about teaching face-to-face -face teaching or even one-to-one -one teaching on zoom which is what it what it looks like nowadays i, I do miss that direct contact with students because before for the exact reason that you're that you're articulating there is that, that feeling of having a direct impact on people's lives and especially with what you do which again we'll, we'll talk about in a, in, a, in a bit but helping them get jobs this has a, this is life-changing stuff that you're working on with them so that's really that's really fantastic so let's just wind the clock back now then when did you when did you start thinking about um potentially helping people learn english 2015 okay so you had thought about it before this was six years ago now yes okay so tell me tell me about that sure this is a very very simple story the plan was to get ready to go to china I said, I'm going to do this, but I need a way that I can still support myself. I needed a way to have an income. Now, for those that know, I work in the film industry as a script supervisor, and I would look at it at this point. If you're in America, it would be deemed wise to not assume, well, I'm going to take my skill that I speak English in, and I'm going to take it to another language in another country, and then assume I'm going to get the same position. That would be very wrong to make that assumption. And most likely I wouldn't get it because the, 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 the crew would most likely speak Mandarin. And I made the choice where me and my mom, we had discussion. I said, I would like to go to Japan. And she recommended the, the possibility of looking into China because they were starting to become more open with film and things were really starting to blossom. And I said, you know what? Okay, I can, I can learn Mandarin. You know, I, I love the culture. I love the movies. I said, I can go for it. And the reason I say 2015 was because that was a year I decided to get my TEFL certification. And I did, I believe it was 11 weeks plus an additional two weeks for young learners and business professionals. And I, I got my certification and I learned a great deal about myself working online. But by getting that certification, I knew I was ready to teach, but there was one problem. I didn't have enough income at the time. And I just kept working in sales and customer service and never really took that leap. I think I knew I wanted to go to China, but I didn't have a strong enough purpose. By having an idea that I want to go to China and getting the certification, I didn't really, I didn't set an intention. I wanted to go, but I didn't have a real purpose behind it. 
And as you yeah, so what, what on, so just no. sorry to interrupt, but what so yeah, I'm interested in that purpose. So was it the the why China? Um, was it just because of the, because of the, the the sort of burgeoning film industry, or you had other interests in the culture as well? I guess I did. My it honestly it stemmed so it originally it stemmed from Japan. Japan was always the first place I wanted to go to, and because I already had such a a, a large experience with film it was recommended I should look into China, which actually worked out to its, its advantage because filming America and the, the, the China community or embassy was working together and making deals, which was a perfect opportunity to put my skill set in. The other thing, which people would know, you probably wouldn't know this either, is that all the places outside of Israel, every place I want to visit are, are in Asia, they're in China. So just Japan, Hong Kong, China, South Korea, Thailand. I mean, those are all the places that I would specifically want to visit. And then there's Israel. Okay, so you're kind of marrying this 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 interest, well, this career in film with an interest in Asia, which uh, I can I can completely completely relate to. Okay, so you so you did your your TEFL, so that's, which is those who don't know, teaching English as a foreign language. It's a standard teaching course, and you did it online over 13 weeks, rather than what many people do, which is an intensive four four to six week initial training course mm -hmm. um and then that was 2015 what happened to that then between 2015 and 2020 oh i mean yes, was it nothing or did you like... <laughs> that that level of time was was filming honestly so i well, think after, career i mean it's understandable it was, it, it was, exactly it was the career but i mean once i didn't leave to go to china after i got my certification then it became well what do i do next and I, I maintained myself with film. And when I wasn't filming, I was either doing sales work, or I was working in customer service. Yeah, and I'm well, learning some languages, I guess. <laughs> well, that, that would be a whole nother topic. So All right, well, we're gonna, yeah, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, so then, okay, so the, the reason that I find that interesting is because that's, so where you, got to is where I think a lot of people listening will be at, which is that they have an interest in languages, they have a career of, of some sort, but they also have a passion and a desire to, to travel the world, to meet other people, broaden their horizons, and, and may or may not have, have considered teaching um, in the past. Teaching is a, a pretty standard avenue into living abroad. For a lot of people, but there are just as many people who ne who would think to themselves, "Oh, I could never teach. It's not for me," which is understandable. So, you at this point, are, are, are like I think a lot of where a lot of people listening to this would be. So then, you last year, twenty twenty, COVID hits, and you enrolled in my online teaching accelerator program. Was that something that kind of did it? Was it something that came out of the blue for you or had you been thinking about getting back into pursuing that, that dream again? I remember asking myself and saying, I feel like something is missing. I feel, I was like, I have, I have to set up, but I said, I, I know I, I'm not wanting to teach grammar. I was like, that's not my strong area. If I needed to teach it, I could do it. But I said, I don't feel comfortable in it. And there's something else. I was like, I have all this knowledge of, of how to teach and setting up online and business English. But I was like, I'm not sure what I want to teach or, or, or what, I, what I want to apply to these students. And I don't feel comfortable enough teaching grammar. Not less than a month later, it had to be like three and a half weeks. 
the online teaching accelerator comes up. And I'm thinking, this is it. I, what I have been asking for literally presented itself. And I say, I have to get in. And not only, of course, it'll be Alice. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I say, perfect. And honestly, during that time, I was still shooting. So this is a big deal. So I took your course and I was actually on set on our days off. I, would, I was doing your course. I was going through it. I was doing the homework. And someone asked me, hey, Wes, we're going to the bond. We're going to the... Um, the bonfire we're gonna we're gonna all hang out and have a couple beers which is like oh i want to be there and i was like no i gotta i have to i have to study this is really important if i miss the opportunity in that moment and not and not go at the same pace as everyone else with the course you're talking about four weeks later when i got back home i wasn't going to be as interested i knew i was going to be off and i said i gotta stick with it. i said no guys i gotta i gotta do this so like you sure yeah i was like i, I gotta keep going at it and, and what was it about know? the um, what was it about this? Because you've done two TEFL courses by this point. So what was it about the three actually three? Okay, three. So what was it about this program that? I mean, didn't you just look at it and think, oh, well, not not a fourth, surely? <laughs> what was it that was uh, that was different? Oh well, what was different was you were help setting up the process of, in my eyes, being an entrepreneur setting up yourself for success in teaching what you excelled at. See, with TEFL, what they were teaching was for you to be a teacher and to understand how the, the grammar, the that wasn't where I excelled at. The other ones was specifically teaching online, which was great because it was like, okay, if I'm not going to be in person, then I, I need to understand what do I need, the equipment, the lighting, the setup. Okay, and then business English in terms of different styles of, of students. And even though I had an idea of what I might want to teach, I still didn't know the best way to go about it. What the online teaching accelerator had was not only how to set up a business, how to get on iTalkEye in the process of setting up your profile. I mean, these things were what's going to make sure you're successful from the very beginning and then lead yourself to the stratosphere of becoming the teacher. Because when you, when you first start, you're, you're nervous. You're like, okay, where am I? And then six months later, you're like, holy moly, I am what you see yourself in the beginning is the teacher that's trying to get in the groove. But where you see yourself six months later to a year, you look back and you say, wow, I've excelled my words. I'm so precise, the precision, how I speak to people, the clarification. When I first started, I'm rambling, I'm going back and forth. What your program has is the ability to make sure you're successful from the beginning and then where you want to go beyond that and setting yourself up. Not only success financially, in the beginning, you have to start at a certain financial area because you're new, people don't know who you are, but then knowing that you can then have your own business, not working from a third party, and then take that business wherever you want to, wherever you want to go. And that's yeah. the thing that your program teaches. And I love that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're in a, in a way kind of an, an ideal, an ideal person for that, because, you know, what I try to do with the, with the, with the accelerator is, I said, look, it, it, it actually, it's not so much about the teaching. It's not about being a qualified teacher. It's not about knowing your pronouns and your prepositions. It's about saying, right, what, what skills do I have and how can I help other people around the world acquire those skills? You know, so if, for example, you are, this is not what you do, I know, but if you, as a film professional, there are lots of people that work in film and TV around the world who want to work in an international market and would love to learn from somebody like you who can actually talk to them on on in their level of expertise so it's about identifying your skills 
or even your interests or whatever, whatever it may be. And then using that to, um, to attract and help people rather than saying, Hey, I'm the best grammar teacher or whatever. So that, that makes perfect sense. But you just, so you, but you decided to focus on, uh, presentation skills and job interviews, right? What, what's, what led you to that? So people don't know that me and you had a conversation about a year and a half ago, uh, leading into 2020, it was 2019, December, 2019. And we had a conversation. And the one thing you said was your video, because of your background, you said, Wes, because of your background in film, you have to make sure that your video pops. If you're going to mention anything about film, you have to make sure it's a representation of that. And so this is very quick. This is a very short thing, but I, I want to thank you because, and maybe you'll ask me later about this, but I have gotten so many compliments from students saying your video stood out. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and some people say, wow, your video was very professional. It resonated with me, your words. So I want to thank you because, I mean, I, I wish I had like a clip of every student and their compliment about the video. And so the way presentations came about was that I've excelled at that since I, since going back to fifth grade. That was really the moment that it shined in fifth grade. It was a, um, I did a presentation on movies and I remember uh, <laughs> I used a, a Blues Brothers uh, clip from a movie and why it's so memorable is um, I accidentally forgot that there was a curse word in it. So <laughs> it was a really big deal, but I, I've always excelled. I get nervous in presentations, but once I'm on stage, everything becomes clear. The audience, they're there for me, I'm there for them. And I want to engage them, make them laugh, make them feel something. And thanks to my second student about, we had 22 lessons together. Uh, Thiago from Brazil lives in, lives in the Netherlands with his wife. Uh, and we are, we're about maybe eight or nine lessons in. And he says, you know, he says, Wesley, do you, um, do you think you could um, help me with, a, with, my, with my job interview? Because I'm a financial analyst and I'm looking to switch jobs. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I start thinking in my head for a moment because he's asking me about something that it's not on, on my course. It's not what I teach. And I'm thinking for a second when I learned copywriting from AWAI, and I'm thinking there's something they specifically say. They say, if you're in a moment and you're talking to a potential client or a client, they say, hey, do you have a skill in, in email marketing or digital marketing? They say, say yes, buy the additional course go through the information and then apply it. And I remember thinking, you know what? I'll see what we can do. So I set up a whole new course for job interviews only for him because I'm only teaching one student this, at this point. And I open it up, he does a trial lesson. And with a little bit of research, understanding the patterns of how job interviews work, um, the rest was history. And that became a very there, there are stories upon stories of how everything came about, but literally thanks to one student asking me one question, can you help me with my job interview? And saying yes. And then well, and credit credit to you, man, because the, because that was what you did is you were on, you were, and this is what I teach in the course, right? You, mm -hmm. you, you, you get the most important thing is getting started, which is what you did. Mm -hmm. But then as I always like to say, no battle plan survives first contact with the enemy. So like so you you get started you're meeting students you're helping them with um with their presentation skills but then you're also being very alert to 
the feedback you're getting from those students. And then one day a student tells you, you know what, could you help me with the job interview? And that right there is a signal, which is, which is, which is saying that, hey, there's demand for this and I can help people with this. And, and although it kind of feels uncomfortable at first, it is completely legitimate to do what you, you did because, okay, there's a small kind of, there, there's some, there might be some areas where you need to inform yourself around, you know, what, what the job interview structures look like, but actually the, but 95% of what you're helping him with is actually just the same thing that you're doing in other, in other classes as well. It's, it's, it's helping with, uh, with, give, I imagine, I don't know, I haven't taught job interviews, but I imagine it's like giving confident answers, preparing what you're going to say, um, preparing the interview itself. It's, 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 it's just general skills, general language skills. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I think it's fantastic what you, what you did there. Tell me about the process of going from your very first <clears throat> student to being as fully booked as you are right now. Cause I imagine that didn't happen overnight. And often what happens is like, people get their first student and they think, Oh, well, how am I ever going to, can't make a living from this just one student and then it's sometimes you know getting going at the beginning is the hardest part so how did you go from student from like one student to uh, you know you messaged me the other day and said i've just done 100 hours of teaching I mean, how, how did you go through that that process oh okay so this one it's a little it's a little interesting so i had my first student jordan from israel which was great i was like oh this is wonderful so my first student um wants to do presentation mastery and it was it was it was a trying experience. I was very nervous. It was a one it was a one a.m. class in the morning, um, and it was God. Just thinking about it now. All right. I hope I don't, I hope I don't freak people out. <laughs> First lesson. Why did you make yourself available at one o'clock in the morning? Oh well, this goes back to China. My teaching hours are from eight p.m. to one a.m. So I wanted to compensate since I want to go to China. I wanted to. Um, get as many, get, okay. as many, um, okay, interesting. as many students from China. So for those who might not realize that at least before the time changes and they're an hour ahead, 8 p.m. is 8 a.m. in China, and then 1 a.m. is 1 p.m. So I wanted to have as much of a time slot open for those who were in China, uh, but I, I think I've had four or five students in terms of who come on just to see if I would be a, a teacher, a good teacher for them, and I have only one student from, from China and the rest are from all over the globe. So it works. <laughs> but my first student, Jordan, so the process in terms of how it went about, I set up everything. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear anything for about two weeks or so uh, when, when, the, when I officially opened up for all students. And I had Jordan, I wanna, I wanna keep this short. So the whole point was, I was very nervous about what I was going to be doing. And for some reason, the trial lesson went great. It was the first lesson, the first official lesson that for some reason, I don't know what I was really thinking, but I didn't have, I was like, what am I teaching? I remember being, I think it was like 12 o'clock and it was, it was midnight. And I'm like, wait a minute, what am I teaching him? And I just kind of blanked. And I, I just don't know what I was thinking. And I didn't, have, I didn't have a syllabus. I didn't have a layout. And I, I just immediately just freaked out for a second and I, I, I had it, everything every out. teacher every teacher listening is saying <laughs> yep that was my first day too <laughs> it, was, it was I mean it luckily here's the thing it did work out and when I first started I would actually take notes I would rewatch my lessons and I think it was our our second lesson but here, here was the main thing the main the reason that I cringed at it was because I write feedback to every student and it's a very positive feedback and I messed his name up because I was like, oh, I want to make sure that I personalize it. And I wrote his name 
And I think it, it was, I think I, I, I said Y, and it was supposed to be a T, it was like Yarden. I messed up his name and I apologize, but I, I remember right after that, because we had one more lesson together, I apologized to him, but I knew there's, some people are really good at it, have good intuition, I'm very good at it. After I did that, I said, this will be our last class. I didn't say that to him, but I knew. So once I had my second student, Chiago, who was from Brazil, living in Netherlands, financial analyst. He was my first student and he was my only student for the next two and a half months. I was a little overwhelmed by getting notifications wow. that I had that I had to teach basically in 16 hours at 1 a.m. in the day on the day that I woke up. So imagine people waking up eight o'clock in the morning. It's a beautiful day. I got things to do. And then you turn on the internet on your phone and you see a notification that you have a class at one in the morning or 1.30 in the morning because um, the time shifted every now and then because 1.30 in the Netherlands is actually 7.30 in the morning. So we changed it. So I was teaching from 1.30 to 2.30 in the morning. And then now you're thinking, crap, I got to redo my thing. I have to figure out what I'm going to be teaching specifically because it's still my second student. So I, I got overwhelmed and it was becoming a problem seeing the notifications that I had to teach. So what ended up happening was I taught Chiago for two and a half months. We had 22 solid, fantastic lessons together. And as he was departing, he, he was graduating. Um, I opened up, um, I got a new student, Yulia from Russia. And everything happened here. Let me keep, I'm trying to keep this short. Everything that happened from the job interview to the hours that I'm now teaching, all was all were by accident. So once I finished having a lesson with, with Chiago, I had a new student, Yulia from Russia, and she said, hey, the lessons are really late for me. Could you possibly do, could you possibly have an opening for 1 p.m.? Yeah, I know what happened next. I can tell what happened next. So, <laughs> so I said, sure, I'll, I'll leave it open for Thursday or Friday, but I didn't change my schedule, so I left it open. Me and Yulia had one more, we had like two lessons together. But by this point, I had actually opened up my, so this was, so I started September 13th. That was when everything opened up. And then I opened all classes leading, it was in November, mid-November before Thanksgiving. And I accidentally left the 1 p.m. time slot open for Thursday and Friday. And then next thing I know, 1 p.m. is being booked every single day. And I'm like, oh no. And then as time went on, I opened up 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And that is that time slot is booked every single day. And what would you have said if like at the right at the beginning when you know when you first got started with this? What what, what would you have said if I'd have told you, you know, where's few months down the line you're going to be fully booked mm -hmm. when the, the hours you want the days you want like fully booked what would you have said i uh, if i'm just going to be completely booked like oh just i'm like well i better if i if i'm thinking that honestly i'm thinking i need to make sure i bring my a game because people are paying for me their time is valuable and i want to make sure that i provide them with everything i can to make sure that with each lesson that they come out ahead and they feel good about what they've just been taught. That's what I would be thinking. Yeah, well, that's 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 a testament to, to what you bring to your to your lessons and to your students. The reason I ask is most people, well, a lot of the time people have a kind of deep down belief that you know no one's going to want to learn from me. Mm -hmm. Why me? Like who am I? And then, um, so was was there not a hint of that at all? Were you, were you confident it was going to work out? Honestly, I wasn't sure because here's the thing: I when I had Jordan, my first student, I only had three lessons. That's including the trial lesson. And then I had Chiago. After Chiago, about two weeks in, I decided to close off no more students. I just wanted to work with him because we were doing two lessons a week. 
But once I opened up my schedule, like once I just said, I'm going to open up for everybody, it just blossomed. I mean, it was about a week and later. Why so, do you think that was? Sorry to interrupt, but let me, let me ask you, this, why? So you opened up your schedule because it's not it's not the case for everybody. A lot of teachers mm-hmm. will complain that, you know, I open up my schedule, but crickets, yeah. you know. So what what do you if you had to, if you had to guess what it was about you or your profile or the way you presented yourself that just made so many people want to learn with you and and don't be don't be bashful here like to give, tell tell us to it to tell us it straight okay. what what was it that you think was so appealing and led to people scrambling to to learn with you okay so one is going to probably bother people a little bit because I, I have an idea as to why it was honestly, and it's not for the reasons most people were expecting because I opened up the schedule mid November because here's the thing. January was my first full month where I didn't have any breaks because there was Christmas and Thanksgiving. So I only had two weeks of opening. And then in December, I only had two weeks. So January, January was my first full month of having no breaks outside of my days off. I think part of the reason was, we were heading to the end of the year and you had a lot of people looking for new jobs. And then you had people looking, I mean, you had a lot of people, honestly, you had people saying, Hey, I'm, I'm looking to get a new job. But then I think there was also a sense of people, I mean, people were like, Hey, I want to work on my presentational skills too. Honestly, if it's not for the fact that I think people were like, we're coming to the end of the year and people are wanting to, to look for jobs. I think part of it, I mean, it's a testament to you, Ali. I mean, you said make that video. <laughs> you said make that video oh, really go. stand out. And, there you go. Well, yeah, it could, and, yeah. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, I what I would say from my experience is that it's going to be some combination of the niche that you've chosen, mm. being uh, presentation skills or job interviews, combined with a really kick-ass video that just says, "Hey, I'm Wes, and I'm bringing it now, and I'm going to help you achieve whatever you you know this because that confidence begets confidence, and um, and that and that kind of confidence is infectious okay uh, wait a minute hold on, before you say okay so here, here's the thing because i'm gonna i want to throw out some tidbits for people because there are certain things that you i don't know if you're gonna get to it so i just want to like toss out some um, as we go along please because there's something because what you said in the online teaching accelerator it's really important so i recently upgraded i, re- I recently upped my prices but here's the thing this is where i wish i was really good in computer skills and behind the scenes so when you want to know what your competitors are doing. So I went and I made an Excel sheet and I specifically went through 157 of the students or I'm sorry, the teachers that taught presentations. I put down their name and their prices for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes and 90 minutes. It was 157. And then I got the average of what the prices were. Now, why am I, and I did the same thing for the president, for the, for the for job interviews and presentation. So I did both because it was 135 for for presentations, job interviews were 157. But where I'm getting at is, what did that mean? What, here's things I'm gonna throw out here because I had to open up every profile. So what did that mean? I had a chance to see what everybody's profile, the, the video introduction looked like. I also had a chance to see what they labeled their, their lessons as. So what I, and there were some that I was like, I feel like, this is, I'm not even joking. I told my mom, I had her laughing. I said, there was some videos. I was like, I felt like I was going to be assaulted, like physically because of the way, like the, the because there was like a low angle and a guy's hair is everywhere. But I said, as soon as you click the video, he's like, oh, hey guys. I'm like, oh, okay. It's really cool. But I was like, it's, it's a very odd image. So what I'm going to say is having viewed the, every single profile, all these videos, 
ensure and you say this so this is what ali says but i'm just letting people know who may or may not take the course make sure that first image of you really is you smiling not i see people on the couch are kind of looking a little cocky it's like just look confident smile and the other thing if there's one specific point i will definitely want to make clear whatever you name the course of your lessons keep it simple because i saw teachers that didn't even have they didn't even mention what they were teaching because i had to click each lesson to see what their prices were and there were some teachers i would say like where is the where's the job interview and it wasn't until you actually clicked that course that you would look and see a little uh, a, a tab and it would say oh yeah job interviews presentations and you're like okay but it's not their niche that's the thing so mm. it's and what you're describing here was is yes. is actually one of the reasons that actually it's so it's so eminently possible for people with relatively little, no or relatively little experience other than a huge heart and a real willingness to help people can actually do what you're doing and, and making a living yes. teaching online because there are uh, let's be honest there are a lot of talented Very. teachers out there but unless you learn how to properly present yourself what you do is you put up all these all these barriers and hurdles to students actually finding you like you've described if a student's looking for looking for a teacher and they see a dodgy image of them um and then they click on the video and there's bad lighting and then they look through their through their through the, the text in, in their teacher profile and they can't figure out exactly um what's going on all of that stuff is actually going to be a reason why a teacher would click a uh, a student would mm -hmm. click away and and decide not to not to learn with that teacher even though in all likelihood if they did get to meet them they'd really like them but one of what, what you've demonstrated really well here and i'm really pleased to see that because this is what i go to great pains to teach in the accelerator course is the fact that look let's take the time to, to make sure that you're presenting yourself really really well because what you're doing then is just greasing the wheels and removing any barrier for students who are looking for what you're for what you are specifically offering to find you directly and to and to and to want to learn with you so you know congratulations for for taking that on board and for doing such a good Absolutely. job and you know what and thank you for that and i mean it's a testament to you and, uh, and that that ability for success and the one thing here that i want the upcoming teachers to know because i've had many many students say this they're like i saw your video and i loved it but and i know i mentioned that before but it's what they said after that which is I went through so many videos mm. and then I found yours. I had one guy say, I went through a hundred videos. He's like, it's not easy. Wow. He's like, I just found your video. And then I was like, like you were it. Now he had other teachers. So I want people to understand that your students, when they find you, you're not just like that one, they've gone through 20, 30, 40, 50. I mean, one guy went through a hundred, but I, I, I want teachers or upcoming teachers to realize that your students, when they find you, Think of it like a needle in a haystack. That means you really resonated. Something about your video, something about yourself resonated enough with that student that they want to come aboard and see if you're a great fit. Just because they they found you doesn't mean it's a great fit. And if you know what you're teaching, you'll know really within the first five to seven minutes if that two, if that student is really yeah. going to be one to come back. But it is it is something to be very mindful of. So these these students when they come on, I mean. A big vote of confidence isn't it you know all the hundreds of teachers out there they, they so choose much. you so you know you, you know you're doing something right whereas we're, we're coming up on time now but lastly i just wanted to ask you um what just so for you at this point in your life so what does it mean for you to have got to this point 
now where you've got the the ability to not only help people around the world but also to actually you know make a living online from potentially anywhere in the world what does it mean for you in in your life what does it mean i mean there's a moment where you finally realize okay when you first started you're, you're nervous you're that rookie and as you gain that experience there's a new sense of confidence when you get to a certain level that confidence that feeling of satisfaction where you really understand what you're doing and how you can execute it and make sure that every student comes away feeling confident in themselves there's going to be a point where you're saying you know what i can i don't i don't need this platform that i'm using i can now make my own and not only can i make my own and have students come with me because of the value i bring but i can go anywhere across the globe and take this skill set and i can teach people and not only that if i want to teach in person i have the opportunity to do that so it is it's the world it's i mean the world is your oyster just just by having this ability where now everything opens up and you control it you dictate the outcome and you know i want to i want to leave i'm gonna if you have another question we'll go into it but i want to leave with one thing so yesterday i had a young student uh, we did a 30-minute conversation her name was echo she lives in china and this is this is the thing this is where i want every teacher every potential teacher that's i want you to really understand this because this is this is the thing i wasn't sure if i was going to share but i want to share this was yesterday evening and she was like you know i'm, I'm going to be getting I'm looking for a new job now she's here because I, I added in conversation because i had several students that were doing conversations and she came on it was a 30 minute class and she's talking about her job and that she wants to move on to another company and she's been with this job for seven years she loves it but it's time to open herself up a little bit more it's a little bit it, it, there's not room for growth but there's there's a sense i'm listening to her i'm listening to her and there's this sense of self-doubt of what she cannot accomplish let me repeat that of what she cannot accomplish now she's there because she wants to work on her her english communication totally fine but what i'm hearing is someone who's been with the company for seven years she wants to continue to grow herself and expansion but she's saying i'm working with the number one company in china and i don't feel like there's going to be a great opportunity for uh, for myself in terms of what i want so i spend i let her talk for about 20 some odd minutes in the last 10 minutes i just dive in into her whole her whole mindset of what she's wanting to achieve now i understand i teach english but you're going to be teaching parts of what really gets student going and i spoke to her and i really want to make sure that my words resonate with her because there was a sense of well i can get whatever i want i i, I cannot get what i want but i can only get what's available that was the thing she was doubting of what she could achieve and i told her i said no you know like you have to believe that that opportunity is there this job because she was like I, I have a resonation to you there's something about this other company that about watches and i was like and but she's like there's no opportunities with that job and she's like i'll have to get this other one i said you know what i said you gotta think so i'm like so what you're saying is right now there's not an opportunity uh, not there's not an opportunity open for this this other company but there's some great opportunities for you these other jobs you can do that and then when the time is right something's going to open up for you and I'm not going to go into everything I said, but by the time I was done, I was so emotional because she started to cry. And she wasn't crying because she was sad, but she was crying because of the words I was using and what resonated with her so much, because I could tell what was really important to her. And I wanted her to leave, whether she was my student or not. I wanted her to understand 
that do that don't doubt yourself don't doubt what you what you feel that you don't think you can't get you can get it the potential that every human being has on this planet they don't even understand it people wonder why they're at and i'm like some of its mindset it's how you grew up it's the friends you're around so where i'm going with this is that for every teacher that wants to accomplish something, you're gonna be nervous. That's okay, being nervous is fine. I'm nervous now, I'm nervous when I give presentations, but I'm having fun. I know Ollie, but he's cool, but still I'm nervous. <laughs> but at the same time, for all these teachers that are listening, potential teachers, even those that are just saying, you know what, I wanna, I wanna teach something else, do it. The opportunities that you have are grand. You control your own destiny. There are certain things, yes, that we cannot control, but the opportunities are there. Go for it, seek it out. Don't look at life with regret. Set your attention of what you want. What is your worthiness? What do you want to bring? Your value is so grand that people want to be a part of what you have. So for those listening, set your attentions. Know what you want to go for. If you're like, I'm not sure, send an email to a friend. Say, hey, guys, or those that you trust, because if people doubt you, let them be. Talk to them whenever, but not when you have something really important. And say, hey, mom, dad, friend, I'm thinking about teaching or, you know, or if you're not sure about who you are or, or what the things you're good at, hey, grandma, I'm doing X and X. What are some things that you know that I, I've been really good at since I was a kid or that you know of? And send send a, send a template out to your friends or those you trust. Obviously change the name and see who comes back to you. I did the same thing when I was trying to do my own business. And you'll be surprised at the people that will respond and they will. They'll say, oh, you're good at, good at this, good at that. And then feel what works. And if you find out, you're saying, no, I wanna do something different, then do your research. When I was asked about the whole job interview, I had to do my research. And what I look for are the patterns, the patterns that are the things that specifically you hear over and over again. So with that, I say for the, those, just maintain your potential, go forward, and don't look back with any regrets and you'll be surprised what you can accomplish. Well, man, that, that attitude you've got right there is without a doubt what is uh, responsible for all your success. And I'm so excited to see what what uh what you're gonna get up to in the next few years i know i know it's gonna be special 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 stuff so thank you so much for uh for being so generous with your with your time and also with your with your advice as well because i know what it's like to have done something amazing like this and to want to share your experience and so so much value here for people so thanks so much and um well good luck with everything that's coming coming your way all right thank you ali thank you guys everybody have an awesome day be safe and keep going keep striving for the best and you'll reach it all right. Cheers, Wes. Thank you. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Wes. Isn't he the most enthusiastic guy on the planet? I love Wes and uh, really enjoyed talking to him about this. And uh, if you have been inspired by this and you want to investigate the possibility of generating an income for yourself online using your language skills, then I have a brand new section of my website, which is all about teaching, which is aimed uh, which, which aims to help you do exactly that. So head over to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com and then look in the menu bar at the top for teach and then you'll see what i have for you there it's gonna we're gonna start small but i'm gonna be adding a lot more uh, material there in the near future to help you so keep checking back as well once again that's i will teach you a language.com and just head for the teaching menu uh the teaching section in the menu bar at the top thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast i really hope you enjoyed it and if you do enjoy the podcast then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. 
I've spent years writing these things, so whether you are an intermediate Spanish learner, or a French beginner, or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.